we will start. So just to explain, so if you are here for the first time, you've walked into the family business session of family business sessions. Uh, so uh, just, and as a pastor, I would say this, finances are not my strong point. Um, this is why we have trustees and leadership team and all sorts. Um, I'm a little, I'm a, and I'm always apprehensive about this for some reason, probably because you're about to find out about my private jet fund. Uh, <laughs> this is um, going along nicely for those who are concerned. Uh, no, we don't have a private jet fund. In fact, I was brought a private jet, uh, a Lego private jet. Uh, so, and just to explain, this is what we're talking about here is uh, August of last year, August 22 to July of 23. And one of the, the fun things about that is that doesn't actually match up with our financial year end. So financial year end is March, is April through to March. So I'll explain why that matters as we go. Uh, and just to say next Sunday we will have uh, all this stuff printed with more detail than we have right now. So um, I could have gotten to arrive more quickly, but it was cheaper to wait. And I thought, well, if I'm doing a financial update... I should probably tell you that I went for the slightly less expensive option uh, for that. So, uh, I will start with our income for the last, that last period. So, just to explain what's happening here. So, regular income was £57,352.21. Uh, this is income that we could claim gift aid off of. There was also regular income we couldn't claim gift aid from, which is £35,477.21. Um, the Sunday offering, so that's the bowl that we pass around where people that people opt to give by cash, was eight thousand one hundred and fifty-one twenty-one. Gift aid reclaimed was just over fourteen. I'm going to stop with all the smaller numbers. You can read it. Just over fourteen thousand uh, pounds. There was then additional gift aid that we could claim, uh, which I think is on the cash put in the offering bowl. I could be wrong on that, but that was just over five hundred pounds. So in total, our income for the last year uh, was just under one hundred and sixteen thousand pounds. Um, overall, we are in, basically, we're in a place that's healthy as a church. We don't have lots of money, just to clarify, just in case you want, we don't have lots, of, but, but we have all that we need. I think our, our experience the whole time has been the Lord provides. And I anticipate whatever happens, the Lord will continue to provide. So we think what has happened over this period is we've grown quite a lot numerically in terms of people. The trend in this country seems to be when somebody moves to church post pre COVID, you would have said, it takes people about six months to start giving. The trend post-COVID appears to be six months is quite quickly. People take up to a year to start giving to the church that they start going to. Uh, Expenditure-wise, our costs have gone up like everything has for everybody, partly due to the growth of the church, partly due to cost of living. So one small way that we see, we noticed this really visibly was uh, donuts. Some of you will know we went through a phase where there was no donuts, which just to say, I mean, we have, we have this doctrine in the vineyard and then we have a theology of donuts just underneath it, uh, which is that you must have donuts as a vineyard. And we broke all the rules. Uh, that's not true. We don't have a theology of donuts. We just like them. This is what's going on. Uh, we got to a point where basically we realized buying all of those was going up and up in price. So our, the food that you see out on here, we try and manage the cost of that because you've probably all had breakfast by the time you get here, most of you. So... To do that, we had to change what we brought. And that's kind of a little bit symptomatic of all sorts of stuff in the church over this last year. We've just had to tweak stuff and adjust stuff as we go. But regardless of doing that, costs have still gone up. Um, and our thing really is to, whatever we do, to run 
operate the church, in, for want of a better phrase, as leanly as we can, because we want as much of the money as possible to be for mission and the gospel. But that is a process, and you will get much more detail than what I'm about to put on the screens next week on the bits of paper that we have. But the things we spent money on last year, our expenditure, personnel, uh, was £45,289.72. So that's salary, pensions, national insurance, operations and admin. So just to give you a brief overview of what is included in that, there is um, IT, which this year included I needed a new laptop and we needed a new laptop for the back. So what we got was one laptop for me and them to share to save money. And then we got it refurbished rather than a new one, so it's a little bit cheaper. But that was still £800, so that was a bigger expense. But print, things we print, stationery, uh, CCLI licenses. So you might not know this. This is a great joy to me as a pastor. Um, but to be able to sing songs in a church that are licensed, like all the songs you all know, we have to pay to be able to use them. And that cost us £664.08 a year to do that. So there is then a, fam a contribution towards CV family. So this is a connection of churches. So that we're part of Central Vineyard in Northampton. I don't have time to go into the story. You can ask me another time. But there was a church, that Central Vineyard, in Northampton, and it was in Wellingborough and Kettering, and then the guys from Ruan's Community Church joined us. And those four churches, it's complicated. There's a church in Milton Keynes that started. Basically, there are four churches, and we all contribute to a central pot for administration stuff. So managing finance. Uh, what else is in there? Payroll, uh, HR, child protection, um, all that kind of stuff. In that cost as well, uh, we give a bit of money to support the church plant in Milton Keynes. We, we agree to that until the April of this coming year, and then we'll see what happens. And just to explain, so that money is about £400 a month that we give to Garden City. Um, so in theory, in the financial year ahead next year, that will cost us less. And I, the question might be, why do we support a church that's being planted in Milton Keynes? The answer is because actually our hope and ambition is to plant churches into communities where churches are not going to be. And the challenge, to, when I got the, the initial request to consider it, I was a bit like, oh, do we have to? <laughs> and just in that moment, there's this bit of a challenge. Like if you want to plant churches and you're not willing to support one, then you've got a problem. From April next year, that may change. Then ministry costs. So in here is things like pastoral expenses, um, which includes all sorts of things, but can include when we meet someone for a pastoral thing and there's coffee involved, the church, that will go on the church sometimes. Now, that does mean that we're not allowed cake in those meetings, which is disappointing, but we can claim the coffee, unless I'm going to pay for the cake. And inevitably, the cake budget in the Nicholson household is never enough to pay for the cake. So, but in that, there's other things. So some of the ecumenical work we're trying to do here in Rawlins and in Thrapston and other places. It helps pay for the costs of things like sending leaders to vineyard leaders gathering. Uh, training. training was more expensive this year because Vineyard had invited a guy... Uh, called Steve Nicholson, who is no relation to me, um, from the US. Basically, what, what they told us was they invited leadership teams of vineyard churches to go and just learn from him. What they called it was, they said it was a leadership retreat. What it was was the most intense 24 hours of my life ever. Um, but it was really good. But the church paid for that because it was, these things cost money, like hotels and stuff. Venue hire. So this might be news to some of you. We do not own this building. In fact, this building costs us about £16,000 a year to use, um, which is no small, insignificant sum. Catering, worship, so the things that fall into worship are really exciting, like a power adapter for the keyboard when one of those broke. That's in there. 
equipment, so we bought some trolleys to help move stuff around. Vineyard Kids, DTI, events like Alpha, the Christmas party, the carols we did at Lego Lounge and we had to hire a PA system for, all that kind of stuff falls into ministry. The one that interestingly doesn't fall into that category is Dot to Top. That falls into our next category, which is our outward spending. So this was £5,373. Uh, all vineyard churches give 5% of their income to vineyard nationally. That's to pay for stuff that happens. So um, collectively, things like we pay for two people to represent all the churches and safeguarding stuff, where they can deal with the ins and outs of it that pastors don't have time for. Um, we have national directors. That they get paid. Some of it will go into cost things like DTI, the conferences they put on, stuff like that. Uh, Dr. Top was in this category, as was the Holiday Club. This year's Holiday Club isn't really included in these numbers because that falls financially in August, so not included in these numbers. Uh, and we gave £250 to Seuster Youth. Some of you will know Seuster's work. They help us go into schools and do all sorts of stuff. We had Jason, who was their director, come and speak, and we gave them 250 quid, um, which we don't normally pay that much for guest speakers, but actually they were, they've got building work they want to do in the building, so we gave them um, a gift. So I would normally want outward giving to be about 10% of our income. Those of you who can do maths will realize that that is not 10%. That is about 4.7%. And in part, this is because of how things fall in the accounting rows on the spreadsheet. So I would class Garden Cities, the contribution we make towards Milton Keynes, really being in this pot. Um, and dot to top. But if we add all the things up that we do outwards, we think that's about 9.3% of income. That we're giving. So we'd still like to spend, give a bit more out. So an overall summary, all these figures leave us with um, just over £20,000 of surplus. Now, here's where my first statement, which is really interesting, comes into play. This falls over two financial years. So in uh, March was the end of one financial year. Some of you will remember the year prior, uh, we'd just come out, we'd have COVID, and basically the, they'd had to withdraw £43,000 of reserves to help cover the costs uh, and this year the budget was set basically for recovery so, so uh, most of the money that appears to be available to us actually will go back into recovering those reserves now there's part of me that doesn't like recovering reserves that feels boring but I think the, the there is a tension between we trust God to provide but actually having healthy reserves is part of what it means to be good and responsible stewards of that that God has given us um, so those reserves, they're used in a whole number of ways, but if something catastrophic happens and we close the doors tomorrow, just one example would be we still we would owe the Saxon Hall the next four weeks of what we pay, which would probably be about £1,500. So there's all those things. That's what reserves are for and covering staff salaries if things happen, stuff like that. So things are looking healthy. This is the good news. What has been really interesting, though, at no point have we had to say no to anything. We've just been able to say yes, and things have been agreed and worked out. I think I personally, I'd be more concerned if we've had to say no to lots of things, but actually that's not been the case. The Lord has provided what we needed when we've needed. If you have questions, you can chat to me, or uh, today is probably not the good, a good day to ask me these technical questions about finances, so send me an email and I can get to try and get some answers. Some of the questions you have may be answered next week with the printed out sheet. Um, but yeah, just let us know. And the last thing I would say on finances is thank you. Thank you for those who give, that make it possible to do the things that we're doing, that we see the Lord doing. 
I have a genuine sense in my heart that there is a harvest to come and the finances that are given are part of the seed that sows that. So thank you for your sacrificial giving. I know the year for many of us has been a bit of a pinch. The cost of living stuff has become very real for some of us. Um, for your continued generosity and your prayers and giving of time and thought and energy, none of it is taken lightly. Um, and I won't be getting a private jet.